You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Greetings, team, and welcome back. Are you always hearing about the power of the mind and wondering what that really means and how you can harness it? First, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. With this podcast, I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. The investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits and mindsets that will forever change your life and career. Here's some food for thought. Do you remember the book, The Secret? It was a cool little book, but the problem with it is that it came off too literally. There was an example in the book about how believing that you'll get a great parking spot as you roll up on the shopping mall will actually help you get a great parking spot. Well, the trick is, of course, that your mind can't actually move cars. We all know that instinctively. But here's what does tend to happen. If you know in your mind that you're going to get a great parking spot, you don't drive around in a panic, worrying about the fact that a spot just opened up two rows over, and now you have to race like hell to get over there. If you miss out on that parking spot, you know that another great one will pop up in just a few minutes at most. So you're content to cruise around and look for one. The fact that you believe the world is a place of abundance doesn't actually create the abundance, but it takes all the anxiety out of your mind and body that makes you feel and think like the things you really want and need are somehow scarce. And if you end up getting pretty regular or even crappy parking spots, your mind has this funny way of forgetting that fact. Because you no longer see yourself as an unlucky person, but instead a lucky person, your mind wants to keep your memories consistent with that belief. So in the end, it may not actually get you any better parking spots at all, but you sure feel like you do. And you tell others that you do. And then those people call you lucky. So then you start to believe that you are, and the whole thing reinforces itself. Thought, action, reaction, repeat. So how does this apply to your life as an entrepreneur or an artist? Well, your mind affects how you see yourself in the world you live in. And then it changes how you react to the world. That changes how people experience you and how they react to you in turn. So if you believe yourself as competent, confident, talented, even when you're completely the opposite, you start to show up differently anyway. You stand taller. Your physiology 
reflects your expansive and relaxed state. You hold your head up high. You take deep, confident breaths. You smile more easily. You don't react reflexively when things happen around you. Instead, your reactions are smooth, calculated, and elegant. So people see this, and they respond to it. And they don't respond to it intellectually. It affects them at a deep biological level. We're not sure why it happens, but when we see someone who's hunched over, averting their gaze, trembling and pale, we recognize that they would somehow be easy prey. These people might be easy to push over, convince, sway, swindle. On the other hand, if somebody stands tall and dominant and is unmoved by the influences of the world around them, we get the general sense that maybe we shouldn't mess with this guy or girl. Now here's the trick. You can't exactly fake it. If you don't yet believe that you're supremely talented and deserving of a place among the elite, the celebrated, the respected, or if you feel like you haven't got the skills to back that attitude up, then you won't fully believe it yourself. And that will show. Your posture will look too staged, phony. You'll look artificially puffed up, like you've got something to prove, like a poser, and other people will react to that too. So when most people are starting out, they'll adopt the mindset of the winner. But if it fails to make meaningful change in a big enough hurry, or they straight up come across as a fake, they assume that it will never work, and they give up. It's normal that your abilities won't match your mindset or your ambition for the first little bit. In the early stages, there will be failures. You'll get knocked on your ass. But if you truly see yourself as a champion, as an accomplished writer, musician, performer, as someone who creates value in the world, then you'll learn to see the failures as nothing but a step on the path to mastery. They won't dissuade you. They won't get you to quit. And eventually, you will have small wins. And you'll learn to see those small wins as proof, positive, that changing your mindset is the first and most important step to getting the life you really want. And that alone is enough to give you just a little more boldness, just enough to make it through the next day, just enough to make it past the next hurdle. And that, my friends, is the real secret. That's how the best of the best get that way. That's how the most celebrated, recognized, and influential people stand out above everyone else. They simply start with the belief. So what will your new belief be? Friends, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come back for some more insight and coaching next week. 